Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ensign's Log. I'm Lieutenant Splunk. And I'm Lieutenant Johnson. And I'm Lieutenant Clifton. And it is Stardate 44287.5, and we've just left the third planet of the Alpha Onia system, which is really close to the uh, Romulan neutral zone. And, geez, a lot's happened since the last time we did a podcast, huh, guys? Are you talking about the wharf thing? I'm kind of talking about the wharf. Well, we can do the alien thing, but the wharf thing, that's... Oh boy. Unless you're ready to have a shoulder to cry on, don't go around Worf right now. He's been through you know, a lot. Yeah, I know yeah. most of it from you because yeah. he doesn't really, I mean, we get along, but he doesn't really confide in me. So, you know. No, he doesn't trust you. Well, I, he does. I, I think it's that he respects the chain of command and he, you know, because I'm directly under his authority, he doesn't want to you know, impose or disrespect on our professional relationship. That's what, that's how I interpret that. Okay. If that makes you feel better, that's fine. Um, so, you know, he's been banished basically from Klingon. He's been dishonored. It's because of something that his father did. You know, it's a whole Klingon thing. It's just Klingon right? honor weirdness. It's like, I, what a guys just get well, over they, it. Like, Oh, his dad his did father a thing. was a traitor and they're punishing him and, you know, it was a whole thing, um, but, um, you know, Kalar came to the ship mm-hmm. along with a whole bunch of other Klingons, and um, they were doing some, I don't know, people, who's going to be the next High Chancellor Klingon, right? So yeah. they wanted the captain to be, like, judge? I, I guess. I'm not. I I'm still know. not sure why yeah, it was like, up to like our captain. Was, well, I, I'm guessing because he's, like, a neutral party. He's not, you know? <laughs> Since he's, yeah. he's not a Klingon, but he's he's somebody important. Well, according to Worf, things are so fucked up on Klingon, they can't trust anybody. But um, Isn't that how it usually that, is, though? No, not usually. Really? Not usually, yeah. Or that at least it's not supposed to be. Anyway, so there's a guy that. named Duras and a super intense guy named Gowron who came on board. Yes. And, and But, I mean, Kalar showed up, and she had a kid with her, and it's Worf's kid. Yeah. Alexander. You'd think you'd be more careful about things like that. The little surprises. The Klingons. Do you really think they stopped to, you know, practice safe sex? Look, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, he goes on about, you know, he cares about his his culture, but at the same time, you know, Starfleet this and that, and and paying attention to what you're doing is kind of a Starfleet thing. You and know. look, I've I've said it. I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. It doesn't matter what culture you're from. The technology exists, and if you find yourself having unplanned children, that is on you. That is. Is on that you. a dig at me? Is that a dig at me? Do you have unplanned children? Oh, I guess you did, didn't you? Yeah. Well, oh, but that okay. was a long time ago. That was a long. We time wouldn't ago. have Dana right now. I'm not saying right? I'm not saying that I wish that we didn't have Dana. I'm just saying, you know, it's you know. Look, I know I should have been more careful that time I had sex with your mom oh. and got her pregnant, but hey, it was the heat of the see, moment kind of thing, and I was up. between injections. I was I late had that for coming. my injection, and I had okay. I hadn't had it done. I hadn't had the hyperspray. Okay, so you have, right? but, but but listen, you have an excuse because you have like you know a thing where you need you to have get injections. Plan. You, you need to get injections for your, your gene suppressors, and if not, then you kind of Vulcan out, and there's this whole thing. Like, as far as I know, Worf doesn't have any of that. Like, Worf, why isn't Worf, if Worf didn't want to have kids, why isn't he, like, on some kind of a regular regimen so that he, he, he doesn't 
get people pregnant. You well, know? how many people is Wharf hooked up with on this on this show? I think it's probably negative numbers. Zero. Yeah. That's right. But that's just it. And he, he's when he's not on the ship. There's there's you know. Obviously, stuff happens. He's not. He's not that kind of guy. He's just not. Yes, he, clearly he is. Well, there is I mean, no physical evidence. No, Kalar is the only person that he's really been with, and they only did it one time. That's and that, obviously and, and, and all be, it and, takes. And to be fair to Worf, that is rotten luck. That is pretty That's rotten, rotten luck. luck. But, you know, it wasn't like he... He probably figured he doesn't need to get a hypo spray to prevent unwanted pregnancies because he just isn't doing it all that often. Well, and also, who knows what old wives' tales Klingons believe, you know? Sure, like maybe whatever. Kling, anyway, maybe Klingons are like, you can't get pregnant if it's the first time, you know? Like, maybe that's like a Klingon thing. So anyway, she shows up. She has a kid, Alexander. And then something happened, and I guess... This guy named Duras killed Kalar. Yeah. So she's dead, which is a fucking bummer. And then and then Worf went over to the Klingon ship and killed Duras. Yeah. Killed him back, which I have to say, my 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 admiration for Worf just went right through the ceiling after he did that. I was like, you're damn right. Do you approve of him? I approve murdering. He, it's not murder, it's killing him back. Duras killed Worf's the, the mother of Worf's child. So Worf went over there and he killed him back. Yeah, he did. But he's also a Starfleet officer. We're not supposed to do that crap. But he's I a know Klingon, so he has a get out of killing Klingon free card. Long. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Okay. There's anyway, no he got, card. It's just a figure of speech. It's not a literal card. It's probably like more. It's like a file on a pad. You know, you just you show it to the he captain. He got yelled at a little bit. He got yelled at a little bit. Yeah. About it. Right. And then he showed Captain Picard his Klingon card. And he was like, I was allowed to do it because it's Klingon on Klingon violence. And that's completely allowed. And Picard was like, oh, I guess so. You know, and he like, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. You know more about it than anyway, I because I haven't talked to him. It didn't help anything. You know, he's bummed out despite everyone begging him not to send his little his little kid that he just met away. He's, he sent Alexander away to his parents on Earth. So... I guess he's not into raising a kid. It's probably Again. better Even for them. Even though there are... Should have thought well, about how that is it better? first. It's better for the how kid. How is that better? Because you, 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 we've talked about this before. It doesn't make any sense for there to be kids on this ship anyway. Oh, he's definitely safer. Sure. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if it was me, if it was me, and I found out someone came up and said, oh, by the way, you have a kid, and it was a choice between staying in Starfleet or raising the kid myself and being in the child's life... What do you think I'm going to pick? Well, you would go raise the child. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's the right thing and to do. Well, I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but it's what you would do. What well, are you talking but, about? But but if that's not what Worf wants, I mean, it's definitely better in that case for, you know, Worf's parents to raise the kid. Because, I mean, can you imagine what the kind of trauma that it does to a kid being raised by somebody who doesn't want you? That's awful. Especially that's after his mom just got killed. Like, that's... Yeah. And the dad yeah, who it's never great. knew him and the doesn't kid, want him is, is the, the little one kid's mom just got killed, and your dad, who you just met, said, sent you away because he, I guess, he don't like you. That's not fucked up. That's messed up, but it's less messed up than him sticking, you know, putting up with you even though he doesn't want to. And you're well, and also, look, Worf's parents seem cool, and they're going to be this kid's grandparents, so the kid's going to get to live with his grandparents, so he's probably going to get, like, ice cream for breakfast every day. It's going to be a great life for him. Yeah. They're going to pamper Alexander, him. Meanwhile, Alexander, while walking around the ship, is going to see, oh, there's a, bunch of, there's a bunch of kids here. There's a bunch of kids here. But I, I don't wonder get to why say, they get to stay doesn't... and I don't get to Oh, yeah, oh, 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 my... I'm sure he knows it's because his dad doesn't want him. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's okay. what I would think. If, if he, look, 
Alexander is getting off easy because if he did end up living on this ship, all right, not only would he, you know, be living on a starship and his life would be in danger, right, but also he would figure out pretty quick the kids who live on this ship are losers. There aren't any cool kids on this ship. Oh, what are you talking about? The kids, like the little kids, like the kids that are in, you know, like school on the ship, they're just, they're a bunch of little losers. They're not cool kids. There's no cool kids kids. on this this ship for him to hang out with and, you know. Okay, I want to, let's take an eight-year-old. Wait, wait, I'm very curious. What makes an eight-year-old cool? Exactly, Steve. uh, What what do you, I'm, I I didn't realize that you thought, like, some, that, that you thought some kids were cool. I thought, weren't really keen on any of them. Well, I'm not, but I mean, the kids on this ship are just, they're just little losers. You ever see them what they do? No, you ever see what they do? Go ahead. You're just saying that because they're the ones that you have to put up with. So they seem worse to you. I think if it was any other kids anywhere else, you'd get just tired of them and you'd be bitching about them just as much. Look, you know, you know, as well as I do, Dana, because you had to do a, you tried to do a guest speaker spot at their school for your community service just like i did what do they do they 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 have their lessons which is fine they go to school and then what do they do like they make things out of clay you know they do like little art yeah. projects like this is loser stuff they don't sure. play any sport what about kids would they should play sports kid stuff. they should go on the holodeck and like play fighting games and try to kill each other and you know fighting do, games do, do cool kill stuff. each other do cool kid stuff yeah that's not cool you know. kid stuff are you, have you been are, no. Go to the Arboretum and like dairy. Go to the Ar. They should go to the. They should go to the Arboretum and like dare each other to eat the different plants. Like cool kid stuff. They should go to sneak into Ten Ford and like steal alcohol out of the replicator. No, that's some loser stuff. Too. You know, that's that's yeah, cool that's, kid that's, stuff. That's, that's, that's not loser stuff. stuff. That's no, cool kid that's, stuff. No, no. no. Wow. You know, they're locked out of ordering certain things from the replicator. Well, I know that's, that's, one of them. that's where the cool kid thing comes in. You ha- you wait for somebody else to order it, and then while the waiter has their back turned, you, like, sneak in and grab it. Steve, I went to high school with you. You were not a cool kid. Neither of us were. What are you talking about? I was, like, the coolest kid at our high school. No, you I was weren't. super cool. Everybody knew how cool I was. I was super cool. I in the know. yearbook, you were voted least likely to succeed. Well, that's just because they were all well, jealous. Yeah, that's just. But well, not only that, but I mean, the, the one. Take a look at the pictures of the most likely to succeed. You think those are the cool kids? Exactly, Dana. That was that was that was me. Oh well, that's right. You were. I, most likely I was to voted succeed. most likely mainly because I was focused on Starfleet. Well, look, well, I was I was a cool kid. Okay? Oh, I'm not saying I was a cool kid. See. I was a cool kid because I didn't do any school activities. I didn't play any yeah. sports. Yeah. Other than you, I really didn't have any close friends. No. Like that's a cool kid. I was I was socially isolated. I was uh I you know, I was not engaged in anything to do with like other than every other than what I absolutely had to do in order to graduate. Like that's, that's true. a cool kid. You really didn't have any electives. I didn't really, except the ones that I were. They said you have to take an elective, and I was like, all right, fine. You know. What electives did you take? Uh, music, music appreciation. <laughs> yeah, music appreciation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then there so was this. And then there was, I forget what it was called, but there was this health class that I could take instead of phys ed, so I took that. And you only took it because you heard there were a lot of girls in that elective. Which was a lie, by the way. No, it wasn't. You told me. 
We were in the quad, and you told me. Well, I told you that I'm going to take. I told you that that's no, 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 why no, I was no, going I, to I think, take. I it. think Steve means that that it was a lie that there were going to be a lot of girls in there. There weren't a lot that, of that, girls. That they, it was less yeah. than the class was. There the, were, the, there the, was the, the class. I counted it wasn't the class the girls that you were interested in. That was that's the main. The thing. class the class was sixty five percent girls. That's not a lot of girls. Mm-hmm. That's less than two thirds. Yes. What? You know, if you had wanted, I told you this at the time, if you had wanted to meet a lot of girls, then you should have taken the intro to Starfleet right. elective that I took because there was nothing but girls in there. But I Most of them, the really pop- popular ones that you constantly talked about. I, did, I, I, I think you're exaggerating. I don't think I constantly talked about any girls. I mean, when you signed my yearbook, all you did was talk about the girls that you were going to go after after we graduated. Okay, but that was after high school, and we're talking about in high school when I was one it of the cool kids. It was a two-page list. What? Well, that, you can't possibly. Wow. No, that's it's, a lot. Well, okay, it was. It was. You know, it I'm was just, one. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it shows foresight and taking initiative, and and you know all those good uh, Starfleet things. He's making it sound yeah. like it was two pages, like completely filled with names. It was a single column. And it went from one page to the next. So that's what's that's two pages. 38, 38 names. Okay, well, let's see, that's not even that many. Our class size was not that big. How big was it? We had a grad, we had a graduating class of 60. That's more than half. Okay, well, so it was basically every girl in our graduating class. Uh, we're kind of getting like far off the, the topic here. Like, you're I, right, you're I, right. I was so one anyway, of the cool kids. I don't, under, I, I don't understand why you're so down on the kids on this ship when I, I talk to the teacher. Right? I've talked to the teacher. She uses the holodeck. Sure. So I arrange, you know, outings and stuff like that. And she said that that her class really thinks you're great. They think I'm great. Yes. Well, of course they do. Because who who else are they going to look up to? Who do I I admire the most on the ship? And almost all of them wrote your name. They all said me. And wrote a very nice thing. Yes. They all said me. Of course they did. (laughs) What are you laughing about? Wait a minute. Is this another one of these bullshit? (laughs) Hang on. All right. This is... This is bullshit. This uh, for people who are who, <sighs> the people listening to this. I this has been my my life for like <sighs> the last two weeks. <laughs> these these little pranks that you guys pull, where you, uh-huh. you get me you get me going, and then you pull the rug out. It's getting a little old. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's, it's getting like, a little. I'm old. amazed that we're still able able to do it. it. It is taking a little bit more work now that his guard's up. Yeah, but how? I mean, look, I just did it now. His guard isn't that high up. Yeah. You know what it well, is? It's gotta, that I'm you gotta, no. you gotta sort of whittle it back down again a little bit. It's that I'm too sure. no, it's that I'm too trusting. Because you two are my best friends on the ship and you have taken advantage of that and exploited that ruthlessly without conscience at every opportunity that you've gotten lately. Then explain that how, is not true. Then ex- we, we we have done it with mm-hmm. conscience. Yeah. And also that doesn't explain how you're getting fooled by Boyle and Langley. You know, other security officers on the ship that heard about what we were doing and that yeah. they've done. Yeah, by the it way, yeah, thank, and thanks for that, because now I get it from all sides. Worf even did well, it. Well, you know what happened with Worf when I when 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 I saw I I came into to work the day after what happened with Kalar and Worf was, you know, looking a little like like obviously something was on his mind and I said, Hey, you know, Lieutenant, is everything okay? And he told me what happened. And my first response was, okay, not you too, you know, and he kind of got a little hot at me after, cause I thought, you know, cause everybody gives me like a, they all give me like a story. And I was like, oh, okay, your wife got murdered and you murdered the guy who murdered her. And now you have a son. It's like, it's when you say it like all at once, it sounds ridiculous, you know? So I kind of, that's how is I said it Is that why you're first. guarding, is that why you're guarding a latrine? 
right now? Yes, that's why I'm guarding a latrine right now. Okay. In addition to my ongoing community service in You're still doing waste reclamation. Service? Yeah, Dana's all done. Well, apparently. Are you like skipping out? Well, appar apparently starting a fight during Crab Fest is worse than starting a prison riot at Whale Jail. Because I had, I guess I have more community service to do than you did. Well, I mean, how can you, uh, you're at waste ex extraction. How can that be, I mean, how long are you going to be doing it for? I don't know. I got sentenced to like 250 hours. Oh, jeez. Wow. I didn't think okay. it was I mean, I can't, I can't do it like for, no. I mean, I have my full-time shift to do, and then I got to have some time for myself. You know, I can't do it like, I'm not going to be working a 16-hour day with like half of it down in waste extraction. Oh, jeez, yeah. Talk about having time for yourself. Um, you know, I, Will has asked me to take uh, Jean-Luc under my wing. Oh, the, the, know, the, little, the little guy brush. that he brought him, yeah, that he brought back. Oh, we should him. probably explain that, huh? That's yeah, the, the other the thing. mini yeah. alien. So there's a little alien that um, Riker beamed down to this planet in, in the Alpha Niacin system, and we lost him for a little while, and then we got him back, and he came back with this little bug-eyed, long-fingered alien kid named uh, Barash, who had apparently kidnapped Riker for a little while and trapped him in a holodeck simulation because he was he was lonely. He was there all by himself, and I, and I honestly think that his entire species is extinct. I'm not sure. I can't get confirmation on that, but according to him, he was hidden there by his mom to protect him from their enemies, and then their enemies killed his mom, and he was there all alone, and he was lonely, so he kind of convinced Riker that he was, like, it was 16 years later, and that he was Riker's kid. Yeah. So there was that, but Riker figured it out, and then now he's on board the ship, which is fine, which is fine, but, you know, Will's really busy. He's a really, he's first officer. So he's asked me to kind of, you know, show him around, you know, introduce him to the classroom, show him our holodeck, which apparently isn't nearly as good as his, you know, kind of get him adjusted to life on board yeah. a ship. And, you know, I told... But on top of that, I've also been getting Wesley ready for the Academy. So between yeah. those when, two... When's he supposed to head out? I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. Pretty soon, though. I thought it was like later this Pretty year. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. He's asked me not to talk about him to you. <sighs> Oh. Well, I guess maybe wow. I, I would say, you know, maybe you could you could tell him that, you know, that, that I was the most popular person on the ship with the kids in school. But then that's not true, is it? So that wouldn't impress him. That's not true. Yeah. yeah. That wouldn't impress it's him. actually quite the opposite. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, some of the kids have the been opposite. having nightmares about that time that you came in and, and yelled at them and called one a bitch. OK, I was trying to scare them straight. I was doing them a favor. I know what you were trying to do. And I don't know if you scared them straight. You just scared them. Yeah, remember well, what it, you were saying so, about them, you know, being losers. I mean, they they, they might if if that's really well, what I you didn't, think, they're I, not the sort. Yeah, they probably picked. They picked. I didn't call them losers. I, I didn't call them losers at the time. I mean, except for that one yeah, loser in the second tell. row. Yeah, kids. Can't, you just indicated they, that kids can't tell. Kids don't. Kids aren't smart about that kind of thing. That if they ever went to prison, they would die, which is not true. And you don't also know that it's that, not true. Um, Yes, yeah, yeah, I do. I know what our I know what our penal system. Well, so is do like. I. I've been to prison. Yeah, I know. And I was tough enough you to went survive. To prison and you were okay. Then please tell me what was a day in prison like? Okay, okay. You wake up at eight oh, no. a.m. Oh my gosh. Okay, and then you only have two hours to get cleaned up and dressed before you have to report for your daily work duty. 
which is usually out do you in get the sun. To eat? When do you have breakfast? Do they deliver? Well, no. It to I, you? Well, you can ask to have it delivered, or you know, you can go to the cafeteria if that's what you know you prefer. But um, and they'll bring mm. you whatever. I mean, they have a pretty ex- the, the prison I was at in Newfoundland have has a pretty extensive menu, and um, of course, it's yeah. all the replicated stuff you would want. And plus, they also had an on-site chef that you could either order ahead oh, of time sure. with, yeah. or you could go and of see course, whatever yeah. the special of the day was. But anyway, the point is, it was rough. It was a rough you know, stretch, and I did it. Sure, two whole and hours to get dressed and showered, and Andy, I bet it was Andy. it was pri- a private shower too, huh? Well, yeah, you, well, you have, have you know, you have it. Yeah, I mean, there in your cell, you have a private shower with like a privacy screen. Sure, of course, it. yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds torturous. It is, and you know the living room in the cell is smaller than the living area in our quarters. Oh no, yeah. is it? Yeah. Oh, that's how you know it's punishment. And yeah, you know, it's smaller. Yeah, and there are only two chairs, and that's so. That's do the math. That's one for you, and you can only you can only ever have one guest. Oh, because you, know? you can have guests over to your yourself. Well, during during daylight hours, yeah, sure. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. They don't call them cells. They call them living units. Living units. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But everybody knows, yeah. Jason. Yeah, but so it's a rough. It's and what a, was your huh? what was your work detail like? Well, usually I was assigned uh, to the garden. You know, uh-huh. so I would go out to the garden and I would be first you had you had to check, you know, to make sure that all the plants were, you know, where they needed to be for that stage in their life cycle. And then if there was any, um, you know, like insecticides you had to spray, you would do that. Um, if it was if it was harvest time, then I would have to indicate on my pad that it was harvest time so that then the other prisoners who were assigned to harvest duty could come and harvest whatever crop it was. Mm. Um you know, mm-hmm. you only get three one-hour breaks during the day, um, one of which is your lunch. How long so was your lunch break? Yeah. Lunch, well, yeah, lunch is, lunch is, is an hour, um, although you, could, oh, okay. you, you can request longer if you, if you ask, and usually they'll tell you, you know, go ahead, um, take, you know, take an extra 30 minutes if you want. Um, yeah, and, you know, and I mean, the thing about, like, yeah, and the thing about, like, when you did take your one-hour break, like, that was, you know... Uh-huh. That's like the only part of your of your daylight period that's basically unstructured, you know. So like you can you you right. you know you could do whatever you wanted for that time. You could call anybody you had communications access. You can call anybody you wanted. Sure, that's um, when you would call me would, and pretend that you weren't. I would in call you and yeah and uh, yeah and then you'd go you know after after the work detail was over you'd, you'd go back and you and eat dinner and yeah you know, again you could either go to the cafeteria and eat whatever the chef was making or you could order whatever you wanted from your replicator and it was you know oh my god there was this one time they had this it was like a week-long thing in the cafeteria the the chef made this sandwich and it was like i forget what it was but it was like a white fish and then it had bacon on it and there was some kind of spread some kind of like um like it was kind of like mayonnaise, but it was a little tangier, and it was on this fresh baked uh-huh. bread, and oh, oh darn! Now, now, and, and, yeah, that sounds terrible. It sounds awesome. you, you had to be in the cafeteria for that, didn't you? And you'd get a salad didn't that you? was made. You'd get a salad that was fresh made from some of the greens that were grown right right there on site. So you get like this mm. homegrown, fresh made salad with a little bit of salt and pepper and vinegar. And oh my God, it was so good. It was some of the best, I swear to God, some of the best food I've ever had. Uh, and but yeah. Oh, hey, wait! Was, weren't you dating someone at that time? I remember you mentioning one it, of Talara. the well, one of the other prisoners. Yeah, Talara. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't say she was a prisoner, but uh, to me at the time. But well, I mean, no, I didn't tell you. Was that a, she was a prisoner at the? Yeah, she was a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, 
really yeah. rough and oh, it's okay. deep. Yeah. Did you guys get to do anything? I mean, with prison, after all. Did well, she, yeah. I mean, we. Steve? Did she what? Was it traumatic? Did she? No, no, no. Traumatic? She was. Well, it was. I mean, it was traumatic when she got released, you know, and then she went home to her husband. But I mean, uh, uh, that that was kind of a bummer for me, you know. Yeah, I bet. I bet it was. Uh, she bet. seemed in a good mood though. Like she seemed happy about it. But I think she was just putting on. So the, I just want to get this straight. Yeah. I just want to know. You get up at eight o'clock. Yes, every morning, breakfast. every single day. Yes. I mean, well, except for the weekends. Every single day, except for the weekends. Yes. Okay. You sh- you show up to your work detail. Yeah. At ten. Yeah, 10 roughly. Yeah, I mean, they weren't like super strict about it. After but yeah, breakfast. R- roughly, yeah, after yeah, after after hours. breakfast and yeah, getting dressed and everything. You 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 walk in a garden for an hour. Yeah. Well, you, you take you're, an you're hour doing break. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Take an hour break. Then you do it again for another hour. Something like that. Yeah. Then you have an hour for take lunch. Take lunch. Maybe maybe an hour and a half. It would depend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Depending if you if ask you ask for, for a longer. Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wander around a garden again for an hour. Take another hour break. But don't forget mm-hmm. to update the the data pad. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you're so doing so stuff. You're not just wandering aimlessly around the garden. Like you have work to do. You know, you have. Oh, to, sure. You, know, you had stuff you have to, to gather do. information. And uh, after your four-hour workday with breaks, you'd have a wonderful meal and then get to have a date or sex with someone. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. And you know. And then the, you went to bed at what time? The, uh, like, what what time was lights out? Uh, I mean, lights out. You know, like they said they called it lights out, like at, at at 10 p.m. But like if you had your light on in your living unit, like they wouldn't really bother you about it. Um, okay, so just great. And I remember, I, re- I remember the night that Talara left after she was released. I was kind of bummed, and I went to the cafeteria, and they had this like three layer chocolate cake with this dark chocolate icing and a scoop uh, of vanilla ice cream that was like homemade yeah. ice cream that the chef had like made Himself. right there in the kitchen, like from cream from from some of the dairy cows that we raised on the farm uh, on site. And oh my God, like I completely, it was like, it was, it was so good. I don't think I have had chocolate cake and ice cream that delicious in my life. It was so fucking amazing. God. Sometimes I think about it. Sometimes I'll just random, like if I'm when I'm in the shower eating my roast beef sandwich, my mind will just drift back yeah. to that that chocolate cake. So, you know? so, Oof. so was it a hardship for you having to eat the sandwiches in the cafeteria? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes I would just you could take it back. You know what I mean? Like you you could pick it up in the cafeteria and then take it like you know to one of the picnic tables or or, or he or, could just replicate back one in his quarters. I could, I could. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so and I mean, then take it to the shower. And take well, I see. I wasn't doing the shower thing. I hadn't discovered the joys of eating in the shower back then. But um, oh boy, I tell you what, if I had, you know, it might have made the long days pass a little quicker because it was rough. Yeah, you know, it was. Uh, but you hated the whole experience. It was, it was terrible. It was a terrible experience that I wouldn't want to repeat. I mean, there have been days here that have felt a little worse, you know. And on the old Enterprise too, there were times where I was like, you know, I kind of wish that you could have an hour break. I could after have an hour, hour break work. after an hour of work. I mean, now, now that I, mm-hmm. at the time, maybe I didn't appreciate it, but now that I look back, it's you know, it's not, it wasn't. But you still had to be like really tough to get through that, you know, because it was prison. Sure. And yeah, you know, and there awful. were a lot well, of. Rough... Also, you don't want the kids to be like, oh yeah, that sounds really nice. I want to go to prison. So you have to sort of you yeah. have to adjust the narrative. Like, like there yeah, was a, there uh, was this time when I was in the cafeteria and I sat there and this big guy came up to me and he said, "Excuse me, this is where I sit 
you know. And I thought for a second that, like, it was going to turn ugly, like it was going to turn violent. But then I said, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And I got up and moved, and it was fine. But there was, like, that that split second where I thought that, you know, some really this could be it. serious shit was going to go down. Yeah, yeah, you know. So you do. You live your life in fear every day when you're in there like that, you know. Like, it's a psychological oh, oh, weight that you have to just bear. Just a second, just a second. Oh, shit. What? Shit. I was going to meet with uh, Wesley to go over some of the holodeck things that they do for Starfleet exams. You know, I so you know, uh, if you need me to fill in with Barrage, I would be happy to do that. I don't. You'd, I don't. Because you're because be okay. you have two, and I mean, I could like I, I could take over and be Steve, Barrage's. I was specific will specifically ask me to keep you away from him. Well, I don't see why he would do that. I mean, I, I'd be a really good I, influence on him. I could show him all kinds of stuff on the ship. Maybe you can tell him about how great Prism was. I could tell him about Prism. I could tell him about... I could sh I could show him the holodeck just as well as you could. I bet you could. I could. Okay. All right, listen, I've got to... Uh, I've just got to meet him okay. and, and get him set up, and, and I'll be back. Okay. You guys just keep we'll, doing the we'll show. We'll just do our thing. All right. Okay. All right, see you. All right. So anyway, uh, Dana, how are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I I'm really was surprised too that you were still, you know, chipping away at that community service. I really thought, you know, I thought we had similar sentences, but I guess. Well, I, I guess mean, I guess I, I I guess really I should be I should be closer to being finished than I am. You know, it's not like I don't have the free time. I mean, Jason's over there with like two, you know, mentees. Well, yeah, but I mean, you do. And I'm, I'm just here completely. Look, all my, my, I have. Look, I've been in Starfleet as long as he has, and we both went through the same, you know, time travel thing. So we're both like, we have both 23rd century and 24th century experience at this point. So I have like knowledge that I could impart to an impressionable youngster and right, i'm but, just well, not maybe, being given maybe, that maybe opportunity that's, maybe that's part of it they, they they realize you know you would be you know you'd be spread too thin because you've got responsibilities you know with the community service right but it's waste you extraction know. like what's there's there's no response i'm basically just sitting there staring at a monitor you know well somebody's got to stare at that monitor steve yeah and i mean occasionally there's like a blockage and i have to go clear it out but i mean that's relatively uncommon at least in my experience you know and honestly, that would be that would be you know who did, maybe people need to know that maybe Barash would be interested in that you know I could take him down. He's been living in like a cave for however many years. He never he doesn't know how how plumbing works. You know I could take him down well, and be like here's how it works and like this no, is the I mean, technology that allows civilization to work. You know you're you're just assuming that he doesn't have any that that, that we need to consistently be you know, educating him. I mean, he, he, we have things to learn from him as well. He's been living on a rock by himself. He doesn't have anything to teach me. I have things to teach him. No, I didn't say you. I said us, you know, as, as oh, a society. Oh, like collectively. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, this is, this is, this is a new, you know, a new society for us that, that we can learn about. Well, former society. You know, it seems like he's the only one. Even so, even so, it's, it's still something, you know, it's still an opportunity for learning. It sounds like he's like desperate for like an older male role model. And I feel like that's a role in which I, you know, in all modesty, thrive, you know? I believe you think so. But it's not it's not our call to make, you know? I mean, you know, we, we, we can 
advocate for it, but ultimately the decision's not up to us. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know who I would even advocate to because none of the senior officers really like speaking to me. Oh, hang on a second. Uh, enter. Hello. You mean it's Jason here? G uh, no, Jason just left. Hello. Can you tell him that I dropped by? I just wanted to talk to him about something. Um, what did certainly, we'll, we'll let him know. And are, is, is it still okay if we get together for the xenolinguistics session in just a little bit here? Uh, we'll be wrapping I'm up. I'm very looking much. I want to learn more about other languages. Wait. I think that would be fun. Hey, so, hey, uh, Jean-Luc, I mean, Barash. Um, you can call me Jean-Luc, or you can call me Barash. I respond to either one. You don't mind being called Jean-Luc, even though that's not really your name? I prefer Barrage. Okay, I, well, the, I, it's confusing. The captain is called John. Luke. Right. It's like kind of screwed up that Riker would call you Jean Luc, right? Totally screwed like, up. Like I would never do that to you. By the way, I'm Steve. I'm Jason's best friend. I know who you are. Oh, how do you know? You, so Jason's talked to me. Talked talked about me to you. No, Riker has. I'm really not supposed to oh, talk dude, to you. Oh, dude. No, kid. Lot. Listen, I, it's cool. It's cool, man. I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, did you ever be, before all your family was killed? Did you have an uncle? Blah blah blah. I'm like a cool uncle. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned that. I I know, but it's but it's been like a but it's been like a long time, right? Hey, hey, Barash, Barash. It has been a long time. I'm a little kid. It's only been about a year and a half. Right, but for you, that feels like a long time. Since I last saw my mother. Hey, buddy, why don't why don't we go talk about? You can tell me a little bit more about how your language works, and that'll help me understand your language as well and and hey and then my mother like to talk about language and, you know barash I, you can tell me all about her you know barash after you're done talking with dana about your mother and about languages maybe you can come back and talk to me i'll tell you about my mother and then maybe you won't feel so bad about yours okay we will keep bringing up my mother okay i didn't bring her up i didn't bring her up i said i would dude, be like your cool uncle up, what? what i'm just talking to barash is that okay yeah i know i know i know that's what i'm saying stop doing that Okay, Raj, let's let's we'll let Jason know that you came by, okay? And I'll come see you in just a little bit Thank and we'll you. talk about language. Yeah, and then, and, okay. and then stop back fantastic. at stop by my quarters shut and then up, talk Steve, about security. For what? Fuck's I wanna teach him things. Yeah, okay, security. shut your mouth. Teach him how to shut you your mouth by doing it. You sailed on my home planet when our enemies attacked. What? So the security. <laughs> well, then it sounds like you need to know some of that, right? You mean I'm not safe? On no, the you're totally safe because they might find me. No, no, you are totally safe because our chief of security just straight up murdered somebody like two days ago. You are so safe. No, that, no, Barrage, dude. No, I didn't. The, 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 Congratulations. I think he's crying. Ensign Johnson. Jesus. Fuck. <sighs> okay, come on. Let's go. Why don't we go find Jason? Steve, you can work with the podcast. Yeah, here. fine. I'll stay. I'll here, okay. okay. Let's Barash, go, buddy. No, no, no hard feelings. Shut yeah, your I'm face. Sorry. I'm sorry, Barash. Fuck. You should be. Well, can we talk about anything other than things that remind me of the complete destruction of my home planet and my mommy? We'll definitely talk about something else, buddy. Maybe. And maybe ice cream. Ice cream sounds great. In fact, I hear yeah. that we have a really, really uh, great new flavor that I'm sure you'll like. Thank you. Yep, it's got little chocolate pieces inside it. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Steve, do the podcast. I'm doing it. Bye, Barash. Bye, Dana. <sighs>
I think she's pulling his leg about that ice cream. I didn't hear that we had a new ice cream flavor. I, I think maybe I'll check the, the, the replicator after we're done the show. See if there, because that does sound good, like vanilla and what'd you say, chocolate chips? That sounds good. I don't know why people don't want me to hang around kids. I mean, first of all, if if I was like more of a mentor to the kids on the ship, maybe they wouldn't be such little losers. Like they they would pick up my cool habits, you know. Like they would be okay. Let's go through the list of things that qualities that I have that will be good for kids to have. Okay, uh, self confidence, right? Self esteem. I'm very sure of myself, which, and for good reason, right? Because, I mean, so there's that. Um, th that that could be good for a kid, like a, a growing child with, you know, like developing their personality and stuff, okay? Um, I'm like really good at stuff, you know? I can, I, 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 I'm pretty sure I could field strip a phaser at this point. I watched Jason do it three or four times. Plus my Starfleet training, so I can field strip a phaser fairly certain in maybe a couple minutes. Um, I have uh, multiple martial arts disciplines that I've studied. Um, I am really the best, if not the only person on the ship to come to for advice as far as the ladies or the fellas, you know, whatever you're into. Like I personally am not into the fellas, but if I was, I would be, I'd be good at that too. And, I, and it, it pretty much transfers, like it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're into one gender or the other, or someone who's of a third gender or non-gendered being, like it doesn't matter. Like you, you just need to have a good, uh, a good line and a good game, and you know, and the self-confidence helps with that too. So like I don't understand why there's 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 really no field of, I mean I could there's no field of human or or alien or sentient endeavor that I couldn't impart some knowledge about. I could even teach him about waste extraction now, you know? So, <sighs> yes, uh, this is Lieutenant Johnson. Steve? Yeah? Why is Barash crying? I didn't make Barash cry, so I don't know why you're calling me. Barash says that you made him cry. I did not. Okay. He's still upset about it. Dana and Barash stopped by. Okay. Look, I had to calm him down. He's obviously... And now she's taking him to go try that new ice cream flavor that's so great. Is that... Okay, so that's real. So there is a new ice cream flavor. Is it like in 10 Forward? Or is it in the replicator? I don't care I'll look it up. Fine, I'll look it up flavor. myself. I'll look it up myself later. But listen, okay, here's what happened, okay? All yeah. I said was... I didn't bring up his mom or any of his dead people, okay? All I said was I would be his cool uncle. And I asked him if he had a cool uncle before you know, his family was completely wiped out. So I, he brought his Great, mom so into it. you brought up the, the murder of everyone that he knows. Uh, just in, his civilization is gone. Indirectly, indirectly, <sighs> as I was offering to help fill that gap, see? So... Uh, okay, all right, great. And then I apologized. I apologized. I said I was sorry. Did you? Yes, I did. How did you say it? I said, I'm sorry, Barash. Like, how much more clear could I make it? We're going to have a talk when, when, I get, when, we, when I get back to my quarters. Don't oh. go anywhere. Okay, if there can you Save bring some here. of that can you finish up the show? Okay. Can you bring some of that ice cream if you have a chance? Or if it's a, if I can just get it out of the replicator, I'll get it myself. But if it's like a special thing where you have to go like to ten forward to get it, like just could you bring me some of the ice cream? In order it to order really it out of the replicator, you have to know the name of the flavor and I'm not telling you oh. until after we've had our talk. All right, fine. Okay, okay, but there will be ice cream after the talk. Depends on how the talk Okay, goes. fine. Then thank you. I'll see you uh, when you get back. Right. Okay, great. Splunk out. You think that, you know, his 
mate had just been murdered and he had had to murder the guy who murdered her. You know, like it's, I mean, you know, everybody's all touchy about stuff. I'm not, you know, like I'm the one who has to keep going to waste extraction. I'm the one who has this, this, this font of knowledge that I just am dying to pass on, you know, to the younger generation. And, and, and at every turn I am thwarted, you know, <sighs> I don't know. Oh, now, now it's like, <sighs> and now all of a sudden I'm sitting in like a communications hub. Yes, this is Lieutenant Johnson. Hello, is Lieutenant Jason Splunk there? No, no, he was called away unexpectedly. Um, I think he'll be back probably pretty soon. Maybe, certainly within the next hour or so, I would guess. But uh, who's... Uh... Is this Ensign Johnson? Yes, this is. This is Ensign Johnson. Who is this? This is Lieutenant uh, Johnson, actually. I, I don't mean to correct you, but I have been promoted. So whatever your information... This is Lating of the Orion Syndicate. Lating of the Orion Syndicate. That's correct. Okay. Well, what can I do for you, Lating of the Orion Syndicate? I was calling to confirm that you work with a lieutenant by the name of Dana Clifton. I do work with uh, Lieutenant Dana Clifton, who I understand is the former head of the Orion Syndicate. What? Oh yeah, you. I, I thought you. I thought someone like you would know that you know Dana was the head of the Orion Syndicate because I mean I I heard all about that a couple weeks ago. You know, so I assumed I assumed that that's what you're that's what you're calling about since you also. I have no doubt are legitimately a member of the Orion Syndicate and not one of my best I friends a... pretending to be one in order to fuck with me yet again. What? No. No, go ahead. I'm, so I don't no, want, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you what can I do for you? What can I do for you, Mr. 100% legitimate Orion Syndicate person? Taling, please. Lating. Taling, Lating. Yeah. Is it Lating? Are you confirming that there is a crew member on board your ship by the name of Dana Clifton? Yes, there's a crew member on board your ship by the name of Dana Clifton. Yeah, actually, she just left. She went to... to she just left. She just left. She's We have another. We have an, a passenger on board who is studying or, or being studied for xenolinguistics. I don't really understand it. But uh, yeah, yeah, she, she's with our one of our one of our passengers, yeah. Can you describe this woman named... Uh, yeah. It's getting a little weird. I'm not sure why this is supposed to be funny. But I don't. I just describe her. She's um, uh, she's I think mostly betazoid. I think there's some human in there too. Um, about six feet tall. I light skinned. You know, sort of a light pink, like a light pink. You know, um, long brown hair. Like I, I mean, what do you want? Like she's. Yeah, you could probably you're you're in the Orion Syndicate. Surely you can look up our our personnel records. You didn't really think this through, did you? Like, why would an straight why, hair? Like, yeah, straight hair. Like, why would a member of the Orion Syndicate need to to ask me these things? Like, surely the Orion Syndicate could figure this out. Like, you you didn't think this through before you you started this bit. I think. Considering you that know. we have past business dealings with Jason Splunk. Aha! Yes, yes. And we have received reports that Jason Splunk and Dana Clifton are closely associated and serve aboard the same Starfleet vessel. Uh-huh. So it would be easier to ask him. Oh, so you're a lazy member of the Orion Syndicate. Let me take a look at the paperwork. You know, if... According to this, we have an unclaimed contract for lifetime slavery for you. 
As you well know, I was coerced into signing that contract by... As you well know, we don't believe that coercion is a thing. You sign it. It's heat. I see it. All right, look. It's right here. All right, look, Jason, does this does this count as the talk that we were supposed to have? Can I have my ice cream now when you come back? What? My name is Latang. Yeah, sorry, Latang. On your way back to your quarters to finish the podcast, could you bring me some of that ice cream, please? No, my name is actually Latang. Your name is actually Latang. Okay, dude, I get it. Like, you're making fun. You know what? Oh, you know what? Actually, I have to go. I can't stay here and talk because um, our ship's doctor just found out that my blood contains a compound that is a cure for all known diseases. So I have to go, uh, you know, I have to go donate some plasma in our sick bay. So I can't stay very because I, I need to go. I need to go cure all known diseases because, you know, you that's, that's, huh? Oh, I, I, I'm going to go cure all known diseases. Because I have that in my blood. I just really... Oh, and also, you know what else? I have a mutation in my genetic code that gives me super strength. So I'm going to go do a demonstration in our ship's gymnasium right after that where I'm going to bend some steel bars and, you know, twist them all around into knots and, you know, jump really high. I can can jump like, you know, know, 10 or 11 meters in the air. Cure all diseases and super strength. Cure all super super jumping ability. Um, I'm a... Jumping. Yeah. So I know, I know, I'm, I'm a I'm a galaxy class acrobat. I can do flips and twirls and stuff. And then after the gymnasium, That's... after after that after that that demonstration, I do have I have a meeting with uh, with the admiral. Actually, I call him the admiral. He's really the chief of staff of or the uh, the uh, you know uh, the the head of of all of uh, Starfleet Command. Uh, so I need I need to go talk to him about just some things, just I some ideas I've had. So well, yeah, I did not realize you had so many abilities. Oh yeah, we'll con- the commander in chief. Yeah, I have my my right, yeah. Like, go ahead, call in my contract. You know, what? go ahead, call in my contract because I'll just I'll call my personal friend, the commander in chief of Starfleet, and he'll just fix that right up for me. In fact, he'll probably go ahead and destroy the entire Orion Syndicate. Um, you know, just to make me feel better because we're we're that we're we're like bosom buddies. You know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You're joking. Yes, I'm joking. Yes, of course I'm joking. Just like you're joking, Taling or Latang. Sorry, I didn't mean to mispronounce Le-ting. your 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 imaginary name. Look, just just what are obviously you have time to screw around and do this. I'm so not joking. You're not joking. You're okay. So this isn't Jason. This is one of the other. So who is this? From is this is this is this is is this Ensign Bartleby from security? Is this you? You were screwing with me a little bit this morning. No. Crewman Jacobs. No. Which one of you is it? I'm Latang. Latang. Sorry, Latang. Sorry, Latang of the Orion Syndicate. Look, we, the Orion Syndicate is under new leadership, and they wanted me to follow up on this, and so I'm contacting the best person I thought could provide us. Do okay. you know how to read the carrier wave that you just received? What? I'm not. I'm just talking. I'm just standing here in a room talking to you. What carrier wave? I'm not looking at any. Hang on a second. Let me. Let me look. <laughs> okay, this is going to be great. Let me check the character wave. Hang on. Let me just look up carrier wave. the carrier wave. Let me check the carrier wave. Sure. Okay. Yes. Let me see it. Um, okay. And and you, these this that I'm looking at right now, this can't be faked. No. All right. I'm going to call you back real quick. I, uh, okay. okay. Just, okay. Bye. Um, uh, Lieutenant Johnson to Lieutenant Splunk. Splunk here. Hey, man. Hey. Uh, you get that ice cream yet? No, I'm still doing stuff with Wesley. What do you want? So you can't like just out of curiosity, random question. Okay. Like just a second. Dana's here. With oh, Mirage. oh, We're oh, all having ice cream. oh. Yeah. You're all having ice cream without me. Well, I mean, oh, somebody I had mean, to do the podcast. Congratulations, it's you. Yeah. Anyway, 
We just needed a break. Okay. Wesley needed a break, so we're having ice cream. So, break. so when someone calls you on subspace, yeah, and and then you know you know how you can look up uh, the carrier wave, sure, and the carrier wave shows you like you know where the subspace message is coming from. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't like fake that. No, that's really that's nearly impossible. Right. The carrier wave is uh, determined by origin. Where? Did, uh, why did you get a call that you're trying to identify? No, I think I've got it identified. I just wanted to make sure that it couldn't be fake. Like somebody from inside the ship couldn't be, you know, calling me and pretending to be someone from, you know, like. In order to do that, you'd have to be able to broadcast to. Well, you'd have to broadcast to a satellite receiver in the area that you wanted it to be coming from, and then broadcast it back to the ship. You'd have to bounce it. You'd have to bounce it. And you'd have to bounce it, like, for example, let's say I wanted something to appear like it was from Klingon territory. I'd bounce the signal of, you know, a satellite in the Klingon territory. Right. But even then, there's a signature on, on each one that correctly identifies not only its origin, but, you well, know, right. it's a verification system so that no one can no one can fake transmissions to us. Right, right. right. And pretend to be Starfleet Command. Sure, or, or I mean, like, yeah. Or like what? Or like a member of the Orion Syndicate. Oh, yeah, definitely definitely be a carrier band it would identify it as coming from the orion syndicate territory right like it would be like coming from like just to pull a, a name out of a hat like arcturus sure yeah so if someone called That'd me on valid. subspace from arcturus like and that's what the carrier wave said then that's probably where they were calling from most likely yeah. it's, it's really 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 difficult to make sure i mean and yeah. you'd, you'd have to have somebody in the area who would cooperate with at the scheduled time to, to get the signal to bounce as well as um, rigging up uh, a pseudo, uh, you know, a network address, essentially. Sure, 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 yeah, sure, yeah. sure. So, um, one last question. But you'd have, it would you'd take, have to have would take a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah time it would take a lot of time. It would be, yeah. Could I do it? I could probably do it, but it would take a lot of, it would take a lot of time. Sure. To make it authentic, to clear the ship's computer as not showing that it's not coming from us. Right. Okay. So just one. Why? I have. I just. I will just one. One last question. Sure. Um. When you become a slave to the Orion Syndicate, do you still get ice cream? The Ensign's Log is a Lemmy Listen podcast production, featuring Steve Shives, Dana Cole and Jason Harding. Produced by Jason Harding. Music, Secret of Tiki Island, composed and performed by Kevin MacLeod. Find all of Kevin's music at incompetech.com. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at lemmylistenpodcast.com. And if you like what we do, you can support us on Patreon at patreon slash lemmylisten. And thanks for listening.